0: Welcome to the Spark Report, John W. Davis and Pavi. You're listening to it live on YouTube, and then you're also listening to it in your ears on the Windsider Podcast Network. Pavi, how you doing? What's going on, man?
1: Good, man. How are
0: you? Good. I'm feeling well. How are you feeling? Chilling, bro. Okay. So playoffs begin on Tuesday, and then again on Thursday, and then semifinals on Sunday. The Sparks will not be playing on Tuesday, so they don't know who they're playing right now. The Sparks are taking Monday off. They took Sunday off. They will practice on Tuesday and Wednesday, and only in Wednesday's practice will they know exactly who they're playing. So I think, and let me know what you think, I think they practice and they prepare as if it doesn't matter who they play in 6, 7, and 8, because they played, all of those teams twice this year. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, even even from all the things that we've you know, heard from Fish this season, when they, you know, when I, when I, when I've asked him about scouting, you know, because this is a weird year, he's always said that you know we have to be the best that we can be. So I don't think that you change that um, right now, heading 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 towards the playoffs. I think that you still have to be the best you can be and just work on yourself like they have a lot of stuff that they can clean up just within them you know so i don't really think you too much worry about who you're playing or you know matchups or you know scouting other teams you got to go and scout yourself right <laughs> you know, seriously yeah. like scout yourself you know see if you can put some new things in like you know i think even Necca said like they had they like this would be their first practice in, in 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 basically half of the season
0: i don't think she said that she told me that she felt like they hadn't practiced ten times this season. Yeah, Coach like Fisher told you they weren't going to practice for the last two weeks of the season. So if you that's put half all that, season. okay, I mean basically, basically. You
1: know, so, so yeah, like I think for them, you guys, you got to worry about yourself, no matter what. So, yeah, I I can, I can, I can definitely agree with you when you um, say that. Yeah, they'll prepare for. Yeah, I think, them yeah, I,
0: I think the best version of the Sparks can beat. A six seed in the sky, a seven seed in the sun, or even an eighth seed in the Mystics who are streaking right now. Other things I want to talk about on the show is two of those people being out that might come back on Thursday. And if not on Thursday, by Sunday in the semifinals that are important to the team, Sydney Weiss and TRP. Also want to talk about the WNBA awards, because I think it's appropriate being that you and I don't have votes. We need to give out our own spark report awards. We need so to I have think votes. We're, right? we're going to- we do need to have uh, we gotta, votes. We got we to work, on that, we'll work on that for next year. We'll work on no. that for next year. We'll work on that for next year, but all we can worry about is this year, sure. inside the Wubble, we can give out awards ourselves. But So I think the Sparks are at their best when they have a 10-player rotation. Yes, the Sparks had 10 players available these last two games, but when Sydney Weeks and TRP are out, Rashonda Gray and Marie Goolidge are Far on the bench, and they are redundant with the depth that they had there. They had Candace, NECA, and Christina Nigwe. And then to have Grant Goolidge, that would be too much rotation inside when two of your three best players are, honestly, your two best players are probably Candace Parker and NECA Agumike over the long term, over their span of their career. Those are your two best players. So, there's only so much time you're going to want them off the court. So with that said, they decided to go with an eight-person rotation. And I still thought that you still should figure out how to work. Graham and and you and I have talked about that. But if you go uh, an eight-person rotation up against any of these other teams, you just make the game more fair because you don't have the depth that you can, even a two, three-minute spurt, when somebody's just going to go out there and and play to to exhaustion because in two or three minutes you can play to exhaustion if you really want to go out there and bang and because in two or three minutes there's most likely going to be establishing play you're probably going to foul somebody you're going to get fouled all of that so it's not just straight 180 180 seconds of just straight basketball so they didn't use that opportunity with gray and gulich to do that so that gave him an eight person rotation and that wasn't enough especially when you had your backup point guard who was going to bring a different speed to the game starting along with Chelsea Gray so you had nobody to bring that different speed that Taya Cooper has brought off the bench yeah so I think it is imperative that on Thursday regardless who they play they'll either play the sky the sun or the mystics I think it is imperative that Taya Cooper is coming back off the bench and that at least, at the very least, Sydney Weese is back and in that starting lineup. And we saw Sydney Weiss. She doesn't have to play 40 minutes a game.
1: That's, yeah, I mean,
0: that's yeah, not the issue. It's just yeah. the, the point that it's Sidney Weiss.
1: Yeah, I mean, but even if they aren't, like, they have to be – they have to put a full 40 minutes of basketball together regardless of, you know, who's there. I think that especially like the misses game they just didn't put together a full 40 minutes of basketball. And that's and, and 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 we've also seen times this season in which they don't do that. They've just been lucky enough to get away with it a lot because they've been good at closing some of these lesser teams out, you know, but you get in these playoff situations, you know, um especially when you know you're the higher seed, so the pressure's on you because you're expected to win like anything less than I want to say at least a a a, a conference finals trip is 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 a failure i mean honestly maybe my final semifinal. Yeah, semi-final i mean yeah. maybe i mean maybe even honestly a final strip to them they might look at it as like a failure
0: you know they might we'll have to ask them about that um to, to them, that so. time comes but yeah like you have to make if you're the third best team you have to make the final four
1: so so it's really so, that simple yeah so so for me regardless of who's out there. You know, even if they got a five person rotation, those five people somehow have to that's figure true, out That's true
0: because the the wings one with seven.
1: Those those people who 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 are playing have to figure out a way to be locked in for a full 40 minutes and just focus. You know, like I don't even think it's an effort thing with the Sparks at town. I think it's just a focus thing. Like, I don't think they just focused what it that that they need that, that they need to focus for a full game. I don't know, if that's mental fatigue. You know, maybe like, you know, you know the uh, the regular season was you know one thing, and being in the playoffs may give you like a different sense of life. Mm-hmm. You know mentally because obviously you've been stuck in you know a bubble for since July. I'm sure it gets minute. You know, mentally, they yeah. was in there in June. Yeah, so like let's
0: be real, like this has been almost nine weeks for them.
1: Yeah, so like I'm sure it gets mentally, you know, um exhausting every day you don't have it. So we can only hope that you know you go into the playoffs, like okay, you get a breath of fresh air, we're here. This is this is what we came for. We came to play for a championship. We have the ability to do that now. But you also worry, is this just a habit with this team? Do they just lose focus? Is <clears throat> excuse me, is this just what they, <coughs> they they do here now in what week six? And I do seven do seven, teams yeah. really change identity in week seven. So, mostly- I, don't know. I mean,
0: I still think that there's the issue that when you look at the top teams, they've only beat like a true one of them. They <laughs> only beat the Lynx one time. Mm-hmm. They didn't beat the Storm. They didn't beat the Aces. Um, yeah, they beat the Sky. Oh, they only beat the Sky once, too. They beat it's the Mercury true. twice. The Mercury is the only <clears throat> top six team that they beat twice. They beat the Sun twice and they didn't even beat the Mystics twice. So when you look at the playoff teams, they only beat two of those teams both times. That's not that good when you're going into the playoffs. So I think it's a lot of mental soul searching. Like they have to realize in their mind, like you're saying, like we have to lock in. It's no more talking. It's only action. And you're right. If they were down to seven players, then that's a situation where you just say, okay. Neca and Candace, you're not coming off the court. And then everybody else, that's the rotation. Chelsea Gray, you're not coming off the court because we've seen you play as many minutes as we can make you play. And so you really are rotating two positions. If it comes down to it, that's what you need to do. Because for some reason, let's say they play the Connecticut Sun. I guarantee you that Alyssa Thomas is not coming off the court. I can almost guarantee you that DeWanna Bonner is not coming off the court. And if Jasmine Thomas is up to full health, she's not coming off the court either. So you're going to have three people that are constants. And it's almost to that point where the Sparks are going to have to do that because this is the great thing about it. So they will not have played in the Tuesday game. So whoever they're playing will be back to the normal schedule of playing a game, day off, playing a game. And then you do whatever you have to do to win this Thursday single elimination game. First of all, single elimination should give them more power, should give them more want, should make them just want this a lot more. And then after that, you get Friday and Saturday off. The next game is not till Sunday. So you're getting two days off again. So you do whatever you have to do to win on Thursday. Even if that means you have Sidney Weiss back, but you still have an eight-person rotation, because we've seen games. When they've had basically the full rotation and Christina Nickway doesn't play, that would make them back down to an eight eight rotation where you just do Simone Augustus at the four for a little bit, and then you're just done with it. So, I mean, they may have to do that to win the game, depending on who they're playing. So, to me, it doesn't matter who they play. It's about them, and you're right. They have to play as close to 40 minutes of defense as possible. And again. Yeah. Again, it's not, it's not possible to play a total not 40 even, minutes of defense, but it's got to be in the 30s. Not even not even,
1: not even, even 40 minutes, of, just 40 minutes of focus.
0: <laughs> like 40 minutes yeah, of but focus. The, but the defense is the focus. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because yes, the defense allows I mean. them to run in the transition, and the that's difference. why Candace Parker is so good in the beginning of the game, as you pointed out, is she has different looks in the beginning of the game than she has at the end.
1: Defense, defense, defense is also a part of it. And also when they're like half court sets, especially in like the Washington game, I just saw, excuse me, saw them taking some shots and I felt they could have got better looks down the stretch.
0: Yes. But what limits, first of all, what limits having a tighter game right. defense yes, right. and then you're also right. what limits having to rely on half court sets you're right, defense, defense, which then gives you transition offense. You're
1: right defense. So it's
0: all about the defense. Yes. They need to learn how to execute better in half court sets, but that's what two days of practice are for. And then you win your Thursday game. That's what your Saturday practice is for. You might get Friday off, but that's what your Saturday practice is for. So the practices are what's going to lead to half-court success. But the individual sessions that Coach Latricia Trammell talked to us about, that is going towards the defense as well as the practices. Yeah, you can spend as much time as you want on that, but they've said it all the time. You and I have said it. I think we're in agreement. Defense is a mindset, especially when you are a top three defense in the league, you're a top three team in the league, you're 15 and seven, you're third for the second straight year, and you can look directly at the games you've won. It's been because of defense. Even when you've had to come back, it's been because of defense. They have not won a game because they outscored somebody. Yes they, yes, they end up with more points at the end of the game, but this is not no run and gun Detroit Pistons versus Nuggets, 180 to 181 or 184 to whatever it was.
1: You you took it all the way back. Okay. People do not know that game and what happened to that game. No.
0: Right. But that's what I'm saying. This is is not a run and gun thing. This is you're winning because of defense. You get to some of these games in the playoffs. If they're on ABC, you'll have two-minute timeouts instead of one minute. So, like, there's benefits for this team if they get to where they need to go. But whatever they have to do, they have to win this single elimination game on Thursday. And honestly, if they were able to win last year against the Seattle Storm in a single elimination game, they should be able to win this year against the Sky, the Sun, or the Mystics. Because all of those are lesser teams than what they had to deal with last year. Because last year, because I mean last year it was essentially the team that the Aces barely beat in the last game by themselves. Because yeah, they didn't have Sue Bird and Breonna Stewart, but they didn't have Sue Bird and Breonna Stewart for the last two games of the season, and they're still competitive and still firing on essentially all cylinders. Yes, you want those two back, especially Breonna Stewart. Like you don't, you're not going to win a championship without Breonna Stewart, but you're still a tough out without her. Because that's just allowing other people to do more things.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that just maintenance is more important for you know Brianna. Uh, right. With the Achilles, like just maintenance. I I, I, remember I was even watching. Um, she did she did a podcast actually with uh, Kelsey Plum and,
0: and Kevin Durant,
1: Katie. And I was even watching it. And um, she was like, you know, for me, it's just about if anything hurts, I need to just sit down. Because it's about me just maintenance and just being healthy and mm-hmm. like not pushing my body too much. She said that's the main thing She learned. From the um, Achilles injury, so I think even for her, I, I Percy, I think she's fine. I hope she's fine. I think it's just about you know maintenance. If you feel any any type of pain, tightness, sit down. Like obviously we run the top two seeds. It's not like seeding matters that much at this point. We plan on one court. not
0: really, but I will say the one seed is going to have a much easier time getting to the finals yes. than, than the two seed because there were there was there's a separation between the Sparks. And the Lynx and the Mercury, even yes. though it's only a couple games in this in the standings. Of course, like there's a clear separation between having to go against the Sparks in a five game series compared to the Mercury or but, the Lynx in a five game series.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, if you're a team with real championship aspirations and you caring about who you playing, you got an issue right there. Then That's like, true. then like, how many championship aspirations do you do you really have? Your mindset That's should true. be: whoever you put in front of them, we beating you in however That's many true. games. That's true, it but it is
0: easier to beat certain teams.
1: That's fair, of course. Yeah, of course.
0: So the one seed sets up the aces to be sitting there waiting for whoever wins against the Seattle storm. If agree. it's the storm they win or whoever else they happen to play. So I, can agree. I, I just feel like it's set up for the aces and, but the aces earned it and we're going to talk about WNBA awards later, but there are probably going to be some aces on that. On true. one of those awards. Okay. And you probably know who I'm talking about, but I'll get into that a little later. But if I get back to Sydney Weiss and TRP, both of them have been out for a while. There was a time when it was Weiss and Sykes out and then TRP started. And then she was out in 35 seconds because she dislocated her shoulder. Now, I can tell you this. We both know that TRP has a history of shoulder soreness and issues. She's constantly maintaining them, icing them. But I can also tell you this. TRP is one of the players on the Sparks who I feel like will run through a brick wall. So if anybody is going to come back in less than two weeks from a dislocated shoulder that has been put back in place and you're just trying to regain the strength and the movement is going to be TRP. Don't be surprised if TRP is back. I don't know by Thursday, but definitely by Sunday if the Sparks can make it to that. Speaking of Sydney Weiss, I expect Sydney Weiss to be playing on Thursday. From what I know about Sydney Weiss's rehab, it appears to be going well. And I think that Sydney Weiss will be back on Thursday. And if she's back, you start her because it gives you so many more options to change the game off the bench. You can change it with Cooper, you can change it with Williams.
1: I mean, the thing about Sydney is it's an ankle. It's not broken. I don't think it was like a grade three sprain. I mean, it mm-hmm. looked bad, but, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, she might do yoga or something. She might have, you know, good ankle tent. Like, nah, for real. Like, she might do yoga, have good ankle She's t- not old. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. But, you know, you put an ankle brace on and get you some high tops, she'll be all right. I mean, like, the thing about Sydney is you would just want her on, like, obviously her three points has dropped a little bit, you know, like near the, near the end of the season. They but did. still, you can't just leave her. You know, like Taya Cooper at this point in time in her career, she hasn't proven that she can consistently knock down a three ball. So defenses don't really have to guard her. And you've been seeing her actually shoot a lot more threes and I personally think what she should be shooting. But again, they're open shots, but they're open because the defense doesn't fight that they need to guard her. Sydney, you can't do that. You can't just look at her when she's in the corner spotted up. Somebody mm-hmm. has to think about getting out. Because that does free up space for everybody else on the um court, which is why, even if you know she comes back and she don't even take a shot, she is running up and down the court. As long as she's just standing there and like, so, and they know oh Sydney's there, I have to at least pay attention to her. That mm-hmm. helps the spacing improve and helps everybody else out.
0: It does. That opens up the lane for Candice Parker to drive. It opens up the lane for Chelsea Gray to drive, and then it allows NECA to be more involved as well. So it, it makes it, you know. Also-
1: Even if, like, NECA spreads out and she does a pump fake, her pump fake is more, you know, effective because, you know, the defense might bite on that. But then, you know, if if she's on the same side of the court as Sydney, they can't just help off Sydney. Yeah. Because, you know, so Sydney there just definitely improves the space um, on the court offensively, which is why even if, like I said, she's not 100%, even if she's 75%, as long as she can get up and down the court and stand at the three-point line and, you know, maybe you can try to hide her somehow on defense – So she doesn't have to play too much on-ball defense. I think that, you know, you can get away with it and, you know, manage her injury in-game.
0: I agree with you. So Sydney Weeks comes back. I say she starts. TRP comes back. She doesn't start because of Sykes. But I don't think you can ever have too much defense. So I'm looking at those two to be difference makers. And, yeah, there are some fans that are like, oh, why are the Sparks in a position where they feel like they need Sydney Weeks back to be successful? Well, she's, rotation a, player. she's a rotation player. She's a starter. And for a long time in the season, Sydney weeks was one of the best five players on the Sparks. And I, I go mean, back to this all the time and th- I don't have this on the list, but I want to talk about this. I think right now the Sparks have a clear four best players on the team and having a situational five. I think that's good, but I think that's where you fall into trouble, because when the aces. When the Sparks pulled within three of the Aces, the Aces came out in the fourth quarter, and they knew exactly who their best five players were. They said, we're about to play Jackie Young, Angel McCautry, Kayla McBride, De'Arica Hamby, and Asia Wilson, and we're about to give it to you. And just a couple more buckets, the lead was back to nine, and that was the game. They put the game out of reach in a minute
1: because they had
0: a best five. And I don't think the Sparks have a best five. If they had Christy Tolliver, that would clearly be the best five. It would clearly be Gray, Tolliver, Sykes, Candace Parker, and Nneka Agumake. But they don't have that. And I don't think they found that. And a situational best five, I think that's tough. Because even the Seattle Storm, as much depth as they have, they have determined who their best five is. It is... A point guard, most likely Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd, Clark, Howard, and Stewart. And, yes, you can argue Canada, but she is a – I won't say she's a plug-and-play for Bird because she's not the same shooter, but she takes that spot easy. And she is giving you defense and steals and everything like that. So if you have her, then you just have other people shoot more threes. She's a so she,
1: year six woman. With the with the uh, sparks, I mean, supposed to be Raquana, but some nights is not Raquana. Some yeah. nights is, you know Taya. Some some nights it may be TRP. Some nights it may be Christina Nigway. It just really depends.
0: Yeah, and that's that's great to have that versatility. That's and good I but love it's bad because no, then it's, it's bad because it's it's, it's, it's energy. Bad.
1: Be- yeah, because not, nah, nah, but like even even more than that, it's like you know now you in the third quarter of a of 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 a, of a playoff game and you searching for answers. So mm-hmm. basically every game you got to go in and like and like observe and like yeah. okay, so who's giving it to me tonight? Instead yeah. of you know knowing like okay, I know you know if we got on the run, it's three minutes left in this quarter. We need to close this quarter out. Y'all go out there and I don't have to worry about it. Now you got to observe energy, observe you know who's been playing well, observe. Observe matches, which is, like you said, it's cool at the same time. It's kind of bad. I don't think you want to have to think in that situation as a coach. You just want to go to it.
0: Honestly, you know who the fifth best player on the Sparks needs to be? Who? Sydney Weiss.
1: I mean, I think it is usually for the most part. But she wasn't closing out games
0: before she got hurt. Fair. She was not closing out games. If Sydney Weiss has been able to watch the games and rehab and talk, to whoever she needs to talk to and mentally prepare. And then in over these next two practices, really prepare herself and put her in the situation where she can be out there closing out games. Because we've seen situations where Sydney Weiss is out there making a big block at the end of the game. Now, those yeah. were five weeks ago, but it's happened. And Sydney Weiss is the biggest guard they have outside of Simone Augustus. And Simone Augustus is not really a guard she for the board. Sparks. She's a forward for the Sparks. So Sydney Weiss is even taller than Chelsea Gray. Sydney Weiss size gives you versatility that if for some reason she just gets switched on to somebody. I mean, she's at least got the size to compete with pretty much everybody but the center. And some of these teams are playing six, one people at the four. Or, or or they're playing 511 people like Gabby Williams at the four. Now Gabby Williams and Sydney Weest is, you know, it's different levels of speed and athleticism, but that's what I'm saying like if anybody could do it, it'd be Sydney Weiss. <clears throat> but I also think that there's still that point where when it comes down to defense, then TRP Inserts herself as the fifth best player. And Derek Fisher was saying that he felt like Sydney Weeks was starting to not Sydney Weiss. he was feeling like TRP, Tierra Ruffin Pratt was starting to find her groove offensively before she dislocated that shoulder. But,
1: but that's cooked now. <laughs> that's, that's cooked now. But you know, at least but 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 think about TIP as her her defensive situation will be valuable, you know, end of quarters, um, and you know, end of halves late in the fourth quarter you know maybe you know you 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 sub that offense for defense no matter what as like like a shoulder don't stop you from playing defense mm-hmm. you know you can still use your body and you know stay in front of somebody you know shoulder doesn't right. you know, stop you from doing that so as long as she's ready to go and you're not like jeopardizing her career by putting her um, on the court and i and I, right. I, and I, and I and like I, I i i don't think you are obviously i pray to god i never dislocate my shoulder i don't want to dislocate my shoulder but i don't think that you know that jeopardizes her career. She goes out there and tries to give it a go for maybe 10 minutes out of you know 10 minutes total. Personally,
0: no, I don't think it does. And again, TRP is the type of person who she will play through it. TRP, honestly, like I know that the Sparks ask for communication from their players on how they're feeling and things like that, but she seems like the type of person that. Wouldn't if, you. if this would have happened to her before, she would have been like, just put it back in, treat it like a finger, and try to go out there and play again. So, again, I've talked about this constantly. I feel like the healthiest team is going to win at the end of the season. Right now, the healthiest team is the Aces, and they're the number one seed. The Aces, guess they don't have Cam okay she never came and she's on the roster so she's being paid do I do the and, offense and then plumb it does it does but what i'm saying is they've had their 10 players and like they brought in some different ones towards the end of the bench that are fringe but whatever their players are that's what they've had all season they've had 10 available barely with any injuries so they know what they have and what they have they are the healthiest version of what they have the Storm, there's question marks with Sue Bird's knee, more so than Brianna Stewart. The Sparks, there's question marks with Sidney Weeks' ankle as well as TRP's shoulder. Yeah. With the Lynx, there's questions about Sylvia Fowle's calf. The Mercury, you can go down, the list. down the list. Everybody else is got one or two injuries, one or two injuries, one or two injuries. So it's the aces sitting there pretty. But it's still going to come down to health. We still don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday, the teams, what's going to happen to teams on Thursday? What's going to happen to teams on Sunday? For the longest, players have been dropping with injuries. This is hard. Not only is this hard physically, but hard as you went not, it's hard mentally, it's hard emotionally. That's why anytime that Neka Gumake gets a break and she says this, and it's not shade to her teammates, but we'll she's away. like, Yeah, she's like, I want to get away from basketball, I want to get away from my teammates. I want to get back to myself. And even still at home, unless she literally goes in her room, she's still living with Simone Augustus. She's still not living by herself. There are players who like solitude. So maybe there is a benefit to some of the players staying in the hotel. I don't think it helps team chemistry. But if you want solitude, then you've got that. And they do have a few sparks that are staying that way. But I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what they're gonna do. All I know is that in a single game elimination situation, the Sparks have to do whatever they have to do to win this game.
1: Again, again, like
0: if that's a six is that if that's a seven rotation, then that's a seven rotation. If Christina Nigway doesn't play, Christina Nigway doesn't play. And there's like, no offense to Christina Nigway, it's just the fact that we're trying to get to a five-game series where we definitely will need you.
1: That, that, in effect, is a 40 minute game, so you don't really have time to you know see what's working and like what's not. If something's working, just stick with it. Um, because you just want to get to a series, you know. Once you get to a series, then you got time to okay, we got five games, you know, it's first to three, okay, we can maybe kind of fill out game one, you know, game two, we know what works, you know, game mm-hmm. three, as long as you're not down 2 0 and he's not a, you
0: know, yeah, um, and and there's, there's a possibility, there's a possibility you're gonna be playing the Mystics who will be on a however many game winning streak. I think and it's who three just, or four, right? Four. Yeah, by that time, by that time, yeah. I think it would be three. three. And yeah. they have just beat you. It'd be either be three or four, but they've just beat you a couple of days ago, like within the last seven days. So they might feel like they've got your number, and you know they don't even have the option to go to a bench. They didn't been had like eight players for like five weeks.
1: Which benefits them as well, actually. I, th- I think it also benefits them fitness wise. I th- I, th- I, th- I think the one thing that you know fans kind of don't take into account is, you know, you put somebody in the playoffs out there forty minutes. They ain't played forty minutes all year. Do you do like do we even know if they body you if they you know physically can handle that right now? Yeah. Like you know you've been playing twenty eight minutes all year. you can been kind of got used to playing twenty eight minutes. Twenty eight minutes or forty minutes is two two completely different theories. Mm-hmm. So I think that that even benefits the miss. Like they are completely conditioned. They've been out there 35, 33, 34 yeah. minutes a night. They, you know, started. They unmade Hines, Allen's, and
0: Atkins. No, they don't come off the no, court. They
1: don't come off the court. The Sparks, I mean, like, you know, Chelsea Gray just sat down a lot this year. Candace ain't played. Well, I, I will
0: say, I will say, Candace has played 37 or 38 one time, and that was without an overtime game. So I think Candace is probably has the most experience playing the most of minutes this year. Chelsea Gray. She can play, especially the way they put her in off ball situations. Honestly, I kind of want Chelsea Gray to step up and be more of a point guard coming down in this. Get the ball in her hands more. Like, if it's not in Candace's hands, I'm going with Chelsea Gray. I'm putting more on her. Like, yeah, it's great to have her in an off ball situation, but she's not a shooter like a two guard. Yeah,
1: she's been especially not this season. Not not this season. She attacks
0: better with the ball from the top. She's not a, a wing attacker unless you're gonna work it around with a screen and then she's gonna be in the paint for a layup. Yeah. But that's not how they use her. She attacks from the top, put her in those situations. That's why Candace is so great in transition, because she's able to attack from the top and she can go left or go right. Same thing with Chelsea Gray. Chelsea Gray is not attacking from the wing. She can, but that's not that's not, that's not you, her comfort spot.
1: Positioning.
0: That's a that's a literally a, a wing positioning. A right. Wing. That's not that's yeah. not you and that's and that's so if you're gonna do that then that's a situation where you want Wiese out there to shoot you want Raquana Williams out there to shoot you want Britney Sykes to continue to be confident in her shot and shoot like yeah I Brit- think Britney Sykes you have to continue to shoot threes when you have it no hesitation like yeah, I love the fact that they rotate the ball and they pass but sometimes they overpass
1: yeah I think um, you got an open,
0: open shot you got to shoot it
1: I think that um offensively, I mean, I think you know early in the season, I think it was obvious that you know Brittany got after it defensively, but I think offensively is where Brittany has you know taken. I mean, I don't I don't want to say the hugest leaps. I want to say there's something that she couldn't do before. But I think she's shown the most. Yeah. Um, even you know um, it's 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 it's, it's, like, it's especially she's these like, shown last that she five found game. her.
0: She's shown that she's found her place because she's averaged twelve points before with the Atlanta Dream. She's averaged 10 before. She's averaged the same amount of points she's averaged I mean, before. But it's different playing this way than that way. I mean,
1: I think she's a person who can, like, get to 16.
0: Oh, in, the, in the right situation, yes, she, she definitely could. could. She got, like, because as a starter, there was plenty of nights when she was at 15, 16.
1: I, like, she has a great shot. She's athletic. She's quick. She knows how to finish. Like, I think she could realistically get to, you know, 16. And also, she's great in transition. So, if you know, mm-hmm. she's going to play defense and, you know, be on the wing, flying out. Like, she's – like I said, she knows how to finish – She can shoot the ball. She has a great, you know, um, shot form. She can put the ball on the floor. She can handle it and she can finish. She um, gets there. So I think realistically, she can average 16.
0: Yeah, this is on everybody. Like everybody's got to step up. Chelsea Gray, when teams are going to try to isolate against her and get buckets, like she's got to body them up defensively. Yeah, that's her thing. Chelsea Gray is going to be have more physical strength and be more physically imposing than almost anybody she's playing. So she's got to body them up. That's the thing that they will have to do if they get the chance and get the opportunity to play the storm. Gotta have to body them up. You're going to have to make them feel it. That's the same. Any, any elite team in the WNBA, you have to make them feel it. But if you're just going to play finesse, no, because almost every single person in the WNBA was most definitely an all-conference player. Most of them were all American players and even fringe players, like we're going to talk about later, one of the most improved candidates, Banaje Laney. This lady was still playing on USA Basketball in youth situations. So even a player like that, who you feel like, oh, she came out of nowhere for most improved. Not really. She's been playing on USA Basketball for almost 10 years. Now, yes, she's not playing on the top level, but Sydney Weiss plays on USA Basketball. Brittany Sykes, like all of these players are...
1: Everybody can play.
0: They all, like, top 100 in your country. So imagine, like, top 100 U.S. players in the NBA. Like, all of those are almost all-stars. They definitely would be all-conference or all-division, like if you were picking an all-division team. So, like, all of these players can play, like you said. So it's tough. Every single game in the WNBA is tough. It's only 40 minutes. A team really doesn't have to have that deep of a rotation, but if you do have a rotation, you got to use it and you got to run and you got to wear people out defensively and through transition offense. Sometimes you got to match their speed like the sky on defense. Sometimes you got to wear them out like you might be able to do Against the Mystics by playing physical against them. That's what I talked about way in the beginning when the Mystics still had aerial powers. It's playing physical against have, them. That's the way to. I have, to do I have a question.
1: Them. You're mm-hmm. talking about adapting to styles. Okay, mm-hmm. what would you say the sports identity is? Like, what is their identity as a basketball team?
0: What is it, or what should it be?
1: What is it? That's not a good I don't thing. Know. I don't that's know. not good. That's not good. You didn't play the whole season. We had we had to play playoffs. I said, what's their identity? And you like, I don't know.
0: I mean, I can tell you what they say it's supposed to be. But what I see it to be, I don't know. They I say, don't know. Yeah. But we don't see that 30 minutes a game. I don't see that 75% of the game every single game.
1: So it's like, at this point, what do teams have to do to adjust to the Sparks if they play them?
0: You have to attack them. You got to attack the paint. And you got to make your three-point shots because they're going to give you three-point shots. The Sparks' first and second job on defense is to protect the paint. Yeah, Coach Trammell, Coach LT said, I want to take away everything, but they don't.
1: You can't take away everything. It's impossible, but like, I respect it.
0: They don't. Unless you literally had four – Unless you literally had like two Brittany Sykes and like one Candace Parker and like one, I don't even want to say Jordan Canada. Like, okay, the only way you could take away everything is if you had one Candace Parker, two Alicia Clarks, and two Britney Sykes.
1: You could have said a neck. I wouldn't have been mad at the neck. Okay, but last year, NECA, not this year,
0: NECA. but even, even, NECA's like she's a post, but she's a non traditional post player,
1: yeah.
0: She's 6'2 at best,
1: yeah. But so yeah.
0: sometimes she's still a bit small, like Maisha Hines Allen, she was giving it to NECA inside, yeah, way too y- big, way yeah. too strong. Yes, but and what that I'm wasn't saying, a, a day. Yeah, we gotta
1: understand. NECA's season this year has not been NECA's season last year. No, obviously, not, I don't think NECA's been all. the healthiest. Like, obviously, you know, NECA's coming off a back injury. We don't know how much, you know, it may get stiff in game. So, like, NECA from last year, that's not happening. NECA from this year is a little bit different. Story. NECA
0: is still the real MVP. The first article I wrote before the season because. Think about everything she's dealt with. NECA literally told us her back locked up because of the stress of when the players um, boycotted and then had a day of reflection.
1: I can believe it. She she, She, she literally,
0: her body is literally feeling the stress of the season, feeling the emotion of the season. And she held it in her back, which is an extremely important position for Flexibility for a player, so she literally manifested what she was feeling physically. That's great to be such an empathetic person, but that's tough when you're talking about basketball.
1: No, nah, I, I agree, but I'm saying, like, so, so yeah, sure, but this season hasn't been, I'm just saying, like, this season just hasn't, like, she's again, she's had to deal with it. Everybody's had to deal with a lot, but she's she still with 50,
0: like 55 56 for the season. And she missed so many shots she would have made any other season. If she would have made the shots that she should have made, she probably would have shot like 65% this year. She probably missed like 10% of the shots that she She guaranteed would have made.
1: Yeah, yeah, she shot 56% from the field this season. Right,
0: and that still led the team, and that's still close to leading the league. (laughs) And we're we're sitting up here talking about, oh, we didn't see the NECA we saw last year. And I'm not like mocking you or anything like that, but I'm saying like we've come to expect such efficiency and such grace from her that what she was able to do this year was a down year. Like NECA's not going to make any all WNBA. She's not going to make all defensive. She's not going to make any of those awards, but she still deserves the I think they have a sportsmanship award or something like that. That she still deserves some sort of award for getting everybody to this place. Oh, yeah, getting She's like, the yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she's no, a no, real yeah. MVP. Like I don't yeah, care no. what you it say may... about Wilson, VanderSloot, whoever, if you were giving a most valuable player that had out, uh, that wasn't just basketball, or you looked at the totality of the whole league, she is the most valuable player in the WNBA. I don't care what you say. Anybody want to debate me on it? Whatever she is.
1: I mean, that's not how people give out the award. But I will say but she, deserves,
0: she Without her, there is none of this.
1: Yes, but I will say she deserves some type of recognition um, for the work that she's done this season because she had to do a lot. Like, you know, she talks about all the time, even just getting to Orlando, well, not even like Bradenton was a she lot. She did
0: too much. She's already done enough. And that's why you and I, we talked about this too. That's why normally the president of a player's union is an older player in the league is a player that that can spend 60% of their off time dealing with this. NECA is an elite player in the league. She's still one of the best players in the league right now. And so, like, she was not at the stage in her career where Derrick Fisher was when he was leading the NBA's union. Definitely was not at the stage when Roger Mason was doing it.
1: Yeah, Roger Uh, Mason was, like, coming off the bench. The only person I can maybe relate to is CP3. But but, but even, even but
0: even still, like I think NECA is still at a higher point in her career than CP3 is at this point, and I think she has more to do because I think I, that the, I, NBA, yeah, I think the NBA, I think that the yeah, NBA players yeah. players association, players union, and the league had a lot yeah. more help.
1: Uh yes, yes. This
0: was this was I mean, NECA, the nah, executive I mean, committee nah, and nah, the commissioner. I mean, nah, Doing nah, I,
1: mean, nah, I mean, even the commission have been around, what, eight months? <laughs> like,
0: a year. She's been around a year now. Like,
1: no, nah, before a commission been here, Like, at least the NBA, you know you have a long-standing relationship with this yes. commission. And around Sil- Adam year. Silver
0: was the vice under Stern, so Adam Silver been with the league for 20 years.
1: Yeah, like commission have been around one year. Yes. So, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? I think it's time to give out the first ever, the perennial – Spark Report WNBA Awards. We got to talk good. about it. Okay, so.
1: are first? MVP?
0: We're going to do MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, Coach of the Year, and Six Woman. We're going to do the main six awards. If we have time, we can talk about who we might want on the all-WNBA, all-defensive team. But let's go with that. MVP, I'm going to give it to you first because you already know who I'm picking for MVP. Who you got? Are we in agreement?
1: I'm going to go with Adrian Wilson actually now. I'm going to go with Adrian Wilson now because, I mean, they – I got the best record in the um, league. She's still averaging 20 points. I'm not sure what the rebounds is, but I know it's probably close to 10. At least if it's not 10, it's
0: about nine. nine. Yep.
1: Nine. And she look, she's 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 been out there every day. One of the like the best thing you can be is available. And yep, she's
0: been she's out there every day. 20 and a half points, 8.5 rebounds, two assists, two blocks.
1: She's been out there every day and the uh, aces are the uh, best team in the um league if you yep. know the, if, if the um storm would have kept that then i would have said brianna but they didn't so
0: she's aces the best she, they're the best team in the league and they literally beat the two competitors both times they did she beat the sparks both times and she beat the storm both times and they were like legit wins not a buzzer beater nothing like that They beat them. She, she beat them Both times, whoever they put on the court against her, yeah, they didn't put Stewart out there on the court, but that's up to the storm. The Aces played who they played, and she did it without Cam Bage. We could get into whether we think they're a better team without her. I mean, I don't know. They're showing something without her, but they also did it without Kelsey Plum. They did this without three-point shooting. Imagine how many points Asia Wilson would have if she shot threes. She's a mid-range monster. And she's doing all of this on two point buckets, two point buckets. I don't, I don't even think she had a, more than that. I don't even think she made a three this season. She
1: knows what she does.
0: Right. So I think she's the most valuable player. And, you know, I think it I hate to say it that, you know, we picking the best player on the best team. But there's a reason she why she deserves she's the it best though. No, no,
1: but, 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 but also, but, but but also it's not like she's not also played all
0: 22 games. But no, but no, like no, like in a walking
1: boot. But hold on, Come on it, man. It, but hold on. It, it also it isn't like she's not literally been one of the best three players in the league this season.
0: Oh in general, she's been so, one of the best two players the whole time. So, Even when Candace Parker was doing her thing. There was so, never a point when Aja Wilson wasn't top two.
1: So even just saying, that, oh, best player on the best team, Now nah, it's deeper than that. She's one of the best players in the league who happens to be on the best team and, and has a lot of the reason to do with why they're the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So I, she's, 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 she's been great all year. She is deserving right. of this more than the fact that just her team has been great because, number one, she's been great, and she is a huge reason as to why that team has been great.
0: I agree with that. Asia Wilson, you are the Spark Report MVP of the season. So next, rookie of the year. I'll start this one off. I'm going to go Dangerfield. I'm going to go Crystal Dangerfield on the Minnesota Lynx because she helped lead that team to the fourth seed. She came in the season without expectations from us. She probably had them for herself internally. If this season works out a different way in training camp, I don't know if it shakes out a certain way. There's a possibility Crystal Dangerfield doesn't even make this team. Second-round picks don't even always make teams. Okay? Okay. But she made this team. She started after her first couple games, and she took advantage of it. And she's one of the leading scorers in the league. She's done everything that's been asked of her and more. So I think Crystal Dangerfield is the MVP. I mean, two years in a row, Minnesota Lynx, MVP.
1: Um, I won't disagree with you. Um, I would have said Kennedy Carter, but she just didn't play enough games. She just got hurt.
0: You can Um, say Kennedy Carter. That's fine.
1: She Got hurt. No, she got she got hurt. Crystal Dangerfield was uh, again the best availability is the, the best ability is availability. Crystal Dangerfield for the most part, she missed one game. Yeah, she was out there I, every night. Yeah, they love it. She us was out there every game. night. And like you said, they are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, if if this if, if this if this would have been a situation, you know, where like you know, Kennedy was lighting the league up like she was before, and then she just kept lighting the league up and never got hurt. I would mm-hmm. say Ken Carter because I would have thought what she did statistically would be good enough for me to give her the award because again, Rick of the Year doesn't to me isn't isn't always about making the playoffs. It's about how much did you hoop because a lot yes. of people just happen to go to bad teams. You know, the best players go to go to, you know, usually go to bad teams. But Right. judging off what Krista dangerfield did she only averaged what one less point per game and again she was out there pretty much every night and she helped her team get to the playoffs especially missing sylvia fouls most of the um season i can mm-hmm. you know rash for giving it to Krista dangerfield and also i think it's a cool story you know i think her like you said being a being a being a second round pick you know if things don't go the way that they go she might not even get the opportunity to be on the team you know so i think it you know gives you know, other, um, you know, young women hope that, you know, even if you aren't, you know, a high draft pick, you can still come in and make a huge impact if you're given an opportunity.
0: But honestly, that's still a high draft pick. She's still with she still was 16. I mean, was, yeah. But like, 16, like in the totality of it, it's still really yes. a high draft pick. Yes. But in this league with only 12 teams, it's not. But if you are the, I'm going to throw just tiniest bit of shade right now. If you are the Liberty and you literally picked. Six rookies ahead of Crystal Dangerfield. You you got to do some some changes. You got to do some reevaluating.
1: Yeah, but your- no. Yeah, 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 but the no. Only
0: one. The only one they should have picked over her was Sabrina.
1: Yeah, but no. The reason that I'm gonna say no is because, like you know, you you like draft Sabrina, and then you're probably trying to build a team around Sabrina. I think Crystal has success because she has the ball in her hands a solid amount in um minnesota like she has a ball in her hand, she it's not like she's coming off ball maybe maybe you pick different if you don't get a chance to draft sabrina and maybe they try to like you know notice that or, you know they were um playing again like i think crystal dangerfield is usually more so a driver now the games that i the last game i saw play uh, um but you she had played the six
0: Spart- times to pick her
1: but listen, listen, but listen, but listen. I think she's more of a driver. And I think that they wanted to have a team where we give Sabrina the ball, we spread everybody out, and you shoot threes. So, I know what they wanted to so, do.
0: So, I hear so, you. So, and I was of that mindset in the beginning, too, when I so, first thought
1: about it. But six, so five times? So the reason why I'm not going to, like, jump on it for not picking yours is because I think when you draft Sabrina, you want to build it to the day. They didn't expect her to get hurt. Like if, like, if Sabrina doesn't get hurt, I think she runs away with Rookie of the Year. They didn't no, expect they didn't. her
0: to but, but they was prepared to put Clarendon right next to her in the starting lineup. You can't tell me that Krista Dangerfield couldn't have been out there doing the stuff that Lazier Clarendon was doing. No yeah, offense think- to Lazier Clarendon. but they started them two together. And they even let Lazier have the ball a lot.
1: Yeah, and then that died I like game two.
0: Because that's when Sabrina's ankle did the same.
1: No, 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 no. I think game two didn't. She had 30 points. I'm like thirty-three
0: and something, yeah, she yeah, did. But I'm yeah, saying, I'm and then that was the last game.
1: time that you saw Laser handling the ball. Then, then, then her ankle happened to die midway through the game,
0: but she wasn't touching the All basketball. Right. Okay, then even past the Liberty, the team that really should have drafted her, just keep it a hundred percent, keep it above The Indiana fever. Well, I'm
1: not mad at
0: that. They drafted Kathleen Doyle. No shade to Kathleen Doyle, but you're going to draft a player out of Iowa over a UConn player? I mean – Come on, man. Yeah,
1: but – No. Wheeler, yeah, hold on. No. But they had Yeah, hold on, but they had Wheeler last year.
0: Uh-huh, and Wheeler um, never played this year.
1: She didn't play. Kel- but also Kelsey Mitchell, she did average.
0: And they you know, played Kelsey Mitchell at the two this year. Uh, at point, right. they played Julie Alamon, which is great. Julie Alamon, she should make the all-WNBA rookie team. That's awesome. But sometimes you just got to have as much talent as you can – and no one ever said that she wasn't a talented player. I thought she was the best player on UConn last year. I thought she was better than Megan Walker. When I watched UConn play, I thought Crystal Dangerfield was the best player.
1: I mean, you know, and I was like, I can rationalize that because it's not like Indiana Fee was in the position where they didn't think about building a team. Like, y'all not good. <laughs> so you can just like stock talent and just like see yes. how it works out.
0: Exactly. So, Rookie of the Year, Crystal Dangerfield, you are the Spark Report, Rookie of the Year. All right, DPOY. Now, you know that DPOY stands for Defensive Parker of the Year. For me, obviously, it's Candace Parker. We've talked about it all the time. We've talked about it for weeks. We were some of the first people to start the campaign for Candace Parker for Defensive Player of the Year. I think I was the first person that asked her about what being Defensive Player of the Year, being in that conversation, would mean to her. She said that she would put that one above the two MVPs at home on the trophy case, in the trophy mantle. So this would mean a lot to her. I think Candace Parker should be the defensive player of the year. She is my defensive player of the year for all of the various reasons. She led the league in rebound. She had multiple, like, 15 rebound games. She was blocking shots. She was motivated. She was getting other people involved on defense. But I still don't know if she's really going to win it. But to me, she's the defensive player of the year. That's all I can speak of. If I had a vote, I'm voting for her. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm with you. You know, um, I think uh, the Sparks have – you know, for all of their "quote unquote" struggles defensively, I still think that you know they've been one of um, one of um, what, top three defensive team in the league um, yes. all year. She's averaging. Does she still? I'm trying to make sure she's still averaging the most rebounds of her career. Oh,
0: definitely of she her is, career. Yes. Uh,
1: actually, she's not anymore.
0: No, she, not she, of the career. She's
1: not anymore. No, she is. Averaging but that's because
0: she that's because she played more minutes in that season, though. Whatever season you're looking for, That's she significantly it. played more minutes, which is going to get you a, yeah, a or two yeah, more. Rebounds. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If you per so, she yeah, there. So yeah. Candace Parker is averaging the most rebounds per minute of her career, yeah, and
1: yeah. And you know, like I know other people, you don't know, have other people in mind, but um, I think she's had more defensive responsibility than anybody else who is up for the award has this mm-hmm. season. You know, mm-hmm. I think that she's been asked to do a lot defensively. Like, it's not like, you know, she's on a team surrounded by great defenders. That's not right. the case of what's happened. Like, NECA, she's As not playing early.
0: with a former defensive player of the year anymore. Yeah, she's not like, even playing with Elena Beard anymore.
1: Yeah, like, like, NECA, like
0: Alicia Clark, she's playing with Natasha Howard. Yeah, you might be on Natasha Howard for being the quiet storm and just barely getting herself into shape now and yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Natasha
1: whatever. Howard's defensive rating was better than hers.
0: Yeah, Natasha Howard had the best defensive rating in the on whole team. league yeah, by yeah. far. The league by far.
1: So, so her no. in the 80s. her, you got Jordan Canada, you got Brianna Stewart who ain't no slouch on defense. Mm-hmm. Like you got a great defensive team around you. Your
0: not bad on defense either.
1: Yeah. So obviously good defenders make you better defender. Yeah. I don't think anybody in the starting lineup this season outside of Brittany Sykes has been a great defender. I don't think anybody on the team mm-hmm. outside of Britney Sykes now team defensively, they sometimes play good team defense, right. but a lot of that even I think Candace cleans up a lot of that. Mm-hmm. As well. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm i I'm I'm, I'm still going to go Candace Parker, especially the fact okay. of, you know, um, her age. And I don't think that if you – I don't think anybody expected her to have the season she had defensively. I think people would have thought, oh, you know, offense she going to do what she's going to do. But I don't think anybody expected her, including me, to play the level of defense that she's played this season. So I'm going Candace
0: Parker. You're 13, Candace Parker. You are the Spark Report defensive player of the year. So, so far we've had everything in concert with each other. Um, and, again, don't be surprised – if Alicia Clark ends up winning DPO, I just won't put that on the record. She wouldn't get my vote, but don't be surprised if she does end up winning it. So, next is most improved the most improved player of the league. I'm actually gonna let you start off. I may be biased between two candidates,
1: I may be biased, but I'm gonna go Marina Mabry. <laughs> I what? think that ever since she started, I think that I oh, think man, that I
0: was not expecting you to say that. Nah, I
1: think that I think that ever since she started, she's been great
0: that that is a
1: i think that ever since she started she's wow. been great
0: i didn't think about her but no you're right i mean she's ever been since to she 20. started ever yes.
1: since she started she has yes. been great and no, you're I, right. and what and what she probably averaged two points last year
0: something like that
1: i just looked she had like 11 this season and she started and 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 that's because those first couple games were on the bench
0: on the bench getting dmps so
1: ever she since she D&P. started so mm-hmm. ever since she started, she's been balling. So I'm going
0: to go with Megan That's a good pick. That's a good she pick. A, I think most people's debates are looking at the whole 22-game season. They're looking at either maisha Hines-Allen on the Washington Mystics, who is one of the leading scorers and one of the leading rebounders in the league, who has, through the totality of the season, been the best player on her team. And then they're putting her up against Banaje Laney on the Atlanta Dream, who got cut. By the same very fever that did not draft Crystal Dangerfield, they cut her this season. And then Laney has been out there balling all season. Opportunity. Yes. Yes, you're right. And that was, again, that's why I was saying that, like, Laney has been a USA basketball player. She has represented USA basketball internationally in her youth. So she can ball. Laney's mother, actually, there's a A story is not a story. It's a fact. She's one of the only people that I know of. So Lainey's mother and her, they both played for the same coach. They both played for C. Vivian Stringer, the Rutgers coach, the famous Rutgers coach, but I'm going to give it to Lainey because yes, you're talking about, you're talking about opportunity, but I think what we saw from her was a revelation because If you want to talk about most improved, she totally showed us something that we did not see. We haven't seen this from Laney at all in the WNBA. It's not a second player that's just getting more of an opportunity. We saw something totally different. I mean, Laney was out there crossing people over, taking it to the rim, getting buckets that way. Laney was knocking down open shots. Laney was still being an all defensive team level defender probably second team. But still, like, Laney, for the longest time, she was the best scorer on the dream. And through the totality of the season, I think she was the best scorer on the team because Carter wasn't there the whole time. Williams wasn't there the whole time. If you're going to give it to the most consistent person on that team, it's Laney to me. So, I'm giving this to Laney. I see I see, think a lot of people are going to go Hines Allen, but I think Hines Allen gets a something even better than most improved. I think she can make an All-WNBA team. I think go she could probably make second, second team, team, team center. Yeah, I think she can make team. second team center behind Candace Parker. But I would rather be second team All-WNBA than most improved.
1: I mean, I don't know if how you second team All-WNBA you not most improved.
0: Because we this is the thing. So, Maisha Hines-Allen, in the beginning of her career, she showed games like this, but then the Mystics got to a point when the rotation just did not allow her to play. So, it's not an improvement, it's just the fact that she played. So, you could say she took advantage of her opportunity, but I don't think that makes her the most improved player. We already knew Maisha Hines-Allen could do this if she had the opportunity. No one knew that Benajay Laney could do this if she got the opportunity in the WNBA because she had never shown this at all in the WNBA. Hines Allen had at least shown this early in her career. She had games like this early in her career before she got buried behind Deladon and Latoya Sanders and Emma Mieseman and Tiana Hawkins. She already had shown it just a little bit. So I think that's how you can justify that. That's fair. That's how I justify it, but Heinz Allen, honestly, she's probably going to win it. But I think Laney, but I think Laney deserves it. Okay. Ooh, Coach of the Year. Who you got? Hmm.
1: You know what? I'm gonna go Bill Lambier.
0: Okay. I'm
1: gonna go Bill Lambier. Um, Liz did not play. Kelsey Plum did get hurt. Yes, they still got the best record in the um in the uh, league, and yes. they got on their team. So I'm actually gonna be Olympi- I I I wanted to say Fish, um, but a- but after with the way the season ended, can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Bill Lambier.
0: I'm going to say Gary Kloppenberg because this man is this man is the yeah. interim head coach. I was this thinking this guy that. is a longtime assistant coach. He is not the head coach. He is not going to be the person unless. Dan Hughes decides that, hey, you did such a great job. I'm just going to go ahead and retire off into the sunset.
1: This man, is, that. This
0: man is the interim head coach. I
1: was thinking that, but the reason I said, but the reason I didn't him. I don't him care was, how much talent he but had. The reason I didn't pick him was because, like, for instance, it's like when, you know, not to say the man can't coach, because I think the man can't coach, but it's like, you know, when Bill Warden won all those games with, you know, the Warriors. When,
0: like about Luke, not Bill. Luke, 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 Luke. They Luke, wish Luke, it was Luke. Bill.
1: When um, went on um, Luke Walton. Won, one all those games yes. with the Warriors. So you gonna put it together. It's like, I mean, yes, you do have to know something to coach, but you literally coached the last title team that was healthy. The title team before that, they, they just got healthy, so that's why I went
0: not build And yes.
1: they didn't, and they didn't win. They, they didn't have the best record in the league.
0: If they, they had the best record in the record, league, but, but this is the thing. Gary Kloppenberg is known as a defensive coach. What was so great about the Storm this season? Everything. The defense, bro. Their defense was locking people up. Yeah,
1: they all they, crazy, they, were, they, were,
0: they were they were yeah they were doing everything, but it was the defense. Yeah, they, I think they there. were the
1: best defense team in the league. if I'm not mistaken,
0: right? So but they for, should be. <laughs> they should be. They didn't have to be. They should be. They could have. They could have decided that hey, we got so much talent that we just gonna go out there and ball and try to outscore teams. But no, they stuck to the fundamentals. They continue to play simple basketball. They're not out there making crazy passes and doing crazy things and whatever. they just out there playing basketball. And to get that team, a team that talented that should be doing it, to do it, I give them coach of the year. But I agree with you. I think Bill is going to win it. But again, my vote would have been Gary Kloppenberg. So the last award, six woman of the year. So, we are in disagreement on most improving coach of the year, but six women of the year. Who are you giving it to?
1: Um, Deerica Hamby.
0: Hamby?
1: Why? Hamby. Hamby. Why? I think she's been the most consistent. I mean, you, 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 I, I think she's been the most consistent off the bench. Um, I think she means a lot to that team as well. Um, and again, anytime a team has the best record in the league. A lot of people on that team are going to get awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she deserves it. I would have went with Raquanna, but she dealt with injuries. Um, she missed like two games. Also, I think she had moments in which she wasn't as um consistent. She also started some games. Um, mm-hmm. to my not, I don't think Hanbury started any games to I think she was consistently, specifically coming um off the bench. And also, she's one of that team. She
0: she's playing closer to starter minutes, but yes, yeah, she has come off the bench
1: because she's one of that at that, that team's best five players. Yes. So, like she's gonna play starter minutes. Like she, she's she probably you could argue the the third best player on the team behind Angel McCaskey.
0: Yes, I think that's fair. You could argue that she's the second best player You could team.
1: argue that she, she, she's the second best player on the team. But I was trying to be respectful to Angel and what she's done this season, but yeah, you I could think, argue she's the second best player the team. I
0: think they're tied for second best player on the team, honestly. So,
1: so, yeah, I just I just think she's the most talented player that comes off the bench.
0: Okay. Well, I will share my vote. I actually thought Bria Hartley deserved six 6th woman 30-year vote. That's fair. That's so fair. that's who I would have voted for because when she – Began the season. She was the best guard on the whole team. She coming was, off She was having a better season than Skylar Diggins-Smith and a better season than Diana Taurasi off the bench. She was their best player off the bench. Not second best, not third, nothing. Bria Hartley was the best player. At the end, when Griner left, before Bria Hartley got hurt, she inserted herself into the starting lineup, and they are playing that three-guard lineup. So yeah, and then she got hurt and she was out. But I think the best six woman this season was Bria Hartley. Therefore, even though she missed the last however many games, I would vote for Bria Hartley. Like I said, and, and that would also be partly because Hamby has won it a couple times, and so I'm she deserves it
1: again. Like I, know, I said, Hamby I is like giving you thirteen and seven off the bench. Thirteen and seven off the bench.
0: I know, and Bria Hartley was giving us like sixteen and five off the bench.
1: I'm going with the thirteen and seven.
0: Bria and, and Han- had, had, had like Ham- three rebounds. Bria Hartley also, was like five eight. And also, I think that Ham- giving it was, to people. Man. Also, I
1: think that Hamby was better defensively.
0: Yeah, but this is my thing, and I'll end on this because I don't want to really argue about six women a year. There was a point when. Bria Hartley was arguably a top 15, almost top 10 player in the league in the beginning of the season. I don't think think Hamby ever got to that level. She just was herself. She was her consistent self, which is pretty much an all-star level. But if they were picking all-stars, Bria Hartley would have been an all-star team, hands down. So I'm going to give her... Six women of the year. Okay. So we're not sure if we're going to wait till next Monday to do another show, but we're definitely not going to do anything before Thursday. So we don't know who they're going to play, but I don't I don't think it matters who they play to wrap up. I think the Sparks will just figure out how to get it done. Hopefully Doesn't we're not doing
1: hopefully we're not doing the last show for a little Ooh. while
0: <laughs> next week. Uh, bruh. Yeah. This is, okay. this is my thing. This is will, my thing. I will put this on the record because it is a single elimination game. I think that some part of the team, the human part of the team, I think people will be relieved whenever their season is over to leave the Wubble. Of course. Of course. That's the human part of it. Like, they will yeah. be – even if that means you lose – in the second round of the playoff, single elimination, you lose your last three games. I think there will be some level of relief that you, get to you can go home. Start, I you can go no home more. and go back to some level of normalcy.
1: Yeah, I can go home. I got. I gotta, yeah, I'm, yeah. Of course. So it's Do like they you know, want to
0: you- lose. No, but.
1: Nah, no, nah, I'm I saying like wanted, you know I don't
0: want to say that because there is a possibility they can lose. I mean it's 50-50 whether they're gonna win or lose.
1: Nah, yeah. I mean, I, that's why I I I think it's imperative to you know start the game strong. You know, you come out and get a team down by 15, they may be like, Hey man, you know what? I can right. go home. Our bags, already,
0: our bags are already our bags <laughs> are already I go
1: home and be a family woman, yo. Yeah. Like, do I I yeah. I go home and be a family woman? Right. Adverse this, you get down 15, right. you might be thinking that.
0: But then but then but then you also gotta realize this, like a lot of these players will only be going home for a little bit because a lot of them already signed their overseas contracts. They'll be gone again soon. So, like, when you're thinking about it in the grand totality of the, the season, like, you pretty much already got your whole paycheck. Okay? Yeah. You got paid for the season. Would you rather have, like, another six weeks off before you go over to wherever?
1: And probably sitting something like a bubble?
0: Well, a lot of... Unfortunately, not to get geopolitical, but pretty much every country that they're going to go play in has a better handle on this than our country.
1: Oh, okay. They have
0: significantly lower cases. So wherever they go play, barring maybe like Italy,
1: which is not doing well, but
0: yeah. they will, and they're not going to play in South America. Okay. Wherever they go play, they'll probably have a good level of comfortability with Fair. what's happening there. Fair. So, and, and they've already experienced this, so they definitely not going to put themselves in any situations where they don't feel comfortable. They're not going to do that, but I, th- I just feel like whenever this is over, everybody who leaves will breathe a sigh of relief. I can agree. Cause what they've done is great. What they've done is monumental. What they've done is historic.
1: But it is tiring.
0: But it's still tiring. It's still mentally taxing. And it's isolating. It's isolating. And then, and I'll end on this. What Coach Trammell told us, like, you got to realize this. If you're still listening to the Spark Report with us 68 minutes into the show, realize this. They don't actually play the games at IMG Academy. That's where they live and that's where they practice. But they get on a bus and they drive past regular people and they drive over a bridge and they get to see the regular outside world. And they are. She didn't say this, but I'll say this. They are teased by the possibility of normalcy again. So every time they play a game and every time they leave a game, they get to see what you and I get to see every single day. If we want to. And so. Again, they're only human, so that's just got to be a consideration in their mind. But okay, I'm going to predict they win that game. Are you saying they're going to win that game?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I think ultimately they'll figure it out and get it
0: done. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't matter who they play. It's either going to be, like I said, the Sky, Sun, or Mystics. They've only lost to – well, they swept the Sun, and actually they lost to the Sky once, and they lost to the Mystics once. But anyway – They have a winning totality record against those teams. So hopefully they can figure out how to get it done. But all right, you listen to the Spark Report. So you can find my work on winsider.com, my articles, and you can also follow me on Twitter at John W. Davis. Pavi, where can we find you? And do we have any special projects coming out this Uh, week? I'm going to ask you that every time until you tell me
1: yes. Coming out this week, no. But songs about women will be coming out eventually
0: pretty soon. I, i'm just trying to keep that pressure on you
1: um yeah uh, <laughs> appreciate it um but uh at pavy world p-a-v-y world all one word on twitter you can follow me there twitter instagram pavy world um and yeah thank you guys for you know checking out you know the spark report throughout the regular season and checking out all you know the sparks content and uh, we're going to keep it going throughout the playoffs and um hopefully it's a long playoff so
0: yeah, yeah. all right y'all appreciate you watching the spark report and right. listening to it too peace